Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. It has been requested that since it is Emmett's birthday this weekend that I should perhaps refrain from being mean to her. I suppose I could do that. After all, she is an old, wilted, delicate flower that is approaching the autumn of her youth. And now, on with the show. <laughs> For the Clockwork Cabaret. Hooray! I am that slumbering beast that comes up from the oceany depths that is known as Emmett Davenport. A whale shark. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just... I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> It's your birthday, and you'll be a, a Lovecraftian nightmare if you want to. Exactly. That's how I feel. And I am Lady Addercup, seeker of mystery, fortune, and monster boyfriends. You know, the three Bs. Or, wait, no, the, only one of those started with B. The, th- the two Fs and the one MB. This, this is... And Sorry. also maybe an envy. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Sorry, I don't my... know how you identify Mothman. Call me. <laughs> it's already my favorite show. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> yes. So, what the listeners can't see are my excessive finger guns. There was some great finger gun action there. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like they could sense them, though. I would hope so. Yeah. And it's Emmett's birthday! It is! Uh, and I am old! And that's, and that's fine. That is good. Continuing to age is a sign of progress. Well, it's better than the alternative. <laughs> I know. <laughs> really. <laughs> you know. I'm, the speed embrace of death. I'm reaching that age where, you know, supposedly, supposedly, in our society and culture, uh, I will soon no longer be of value to the world. <laughs> but Once I feel I like... stop being of value to the world long, long yes. ago. Well, yeah, there is that. And also, I feel like that, that no, I am only... I've, I've gotten... I'm like a fine wine. I've just gotten better with age. Mm. In that weird... And then I become vinegar, actually. It's <laughs> kind of like say, a wine. Just, like, if you continue that thought then i become a vinegar and then i'm still useful so you know so those those super fancy aged vinegars are quite expensive yeah well also you can make pickles and i've been making lots of pickles with things so i've had to use a lot of vinegar so you know it's very very useful it's also a disinfectant and a cleaning product so you know it's great (laughs) I I want to age like a fine vinegar. That's a thing. I don't know. Screw the wine. 
Let's yeah. age like fine vinegar. Well, we only if I get got... saltier and bitter, more bitter as we go. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I got if I have wine, I'm gonna drink it. But if I have vinegar, I'm gonna hold on to it. It's it's yeah, you're useful. Do something useful with it. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. See, there's a difference. Wine, I'm gonna drink, and it's gonna be gone, and I'm not gonna remember anything about it, other than the fact that 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 the artwork on the bottle was very nice. That five dollars was well spent, is what I'm gonna think. <laughs> oh, big spender! <laughs> I am five dollars. Hey, it's a fancy bottle of wine. It's you, a five dollar bottle of wine, a blackout. Yeah, perfect birthday. <laughs> So I feel like my birthday should go. <laughs> well, it's your first birthday pandemic. It's your first pandemic birthday. Hopefully it's my only pandemic birthday. Zucky and I have already had one each and uh, they kind of blow chunks. So. Yeah. 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 Welcome no. to the club. Uh, thank you, thank you. Um, our my plan is uh is a very fancy one, uh, of which it's going to be, uh, to go, and pick up a bottle of nice gin, Ooh. from the liquor store, and grocery store sushi. <laughs> yeah, so that's you know, not even like. No, I'm not going. No, there's no place close that has sushi and and anywhere else has people and I don't know what they're doing for protection. That is also true. I'm not no, it's like the 90s out there. I'm not I'm not having unprotected sushi. <laughs> there's it's worse than the 90s because at least in the 90s i had to either share a needle or get a blood transfusion or have sex with a person in order to get infected this i might just might bump into you in in harris teeter and they cough and that's they don't even have to cough they just have to pull their mask down and say hey how you doing and it's uh, yeah no it's far worse it's far worse yeah yeah so that's why yeah Grocery store sushi, a bottle of nice gin. That is my my birthday. Rupert apparently has something. He's been getting packages. Oh. And every time I go to look, he's like, no, don't look at this. So I'm hoping that it's something for me. Or That's he's making... either very exciting or very concerning. Yes, it's otherwise there's no middle slider. There's gonna on be that. a taxidermy squirrel army in my backyard, or um, or something useful. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, we'll see what happens. In the Corona times, a taxidermy squirrel army would be very useful. Just put it out front. No one will come within six feet of your house. That might be. I'm. Oh wait, yeah. maybe I might I might be on board for that. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm on board okay. with this plan. Ask him if if he's got a guy. Does he know somebody who can get me? <laughs> oh, taxidermy squirrels. I'm sure he does. I already I... live down the steep hill of doom, but then I think if I put like squirrel sentries on the top of it, oh, definitely yeah. no one's coming down here. I will have to. I don't know if the taxidermy squirrels are like 
weather safe. <laughs> I don't know. They're... We'll, we'll put them in little raincoats. Yeah, they fun. might need. They might need an umbrella. <laughs> a raincoat, an umbrella, and then it's both weather resistant and whimsical. <laughs> I see no downside. I could I shellac will... them. That won't be upsetting. <laughs> I will. I will ask him for you, and you, you can. He'll let me. Maybe just the skeletons. It's just the skeletons. That also won't be upsetting. Ske- that will be upsetting. Put them on posts at the Ooh, top of the mm-hmm. at the top As of your warning hill. to the other squirrels. Also works. <laughs> I'll mention this. He might. He probably <laughs> has a guy. If he has a guy, he probably if he has, has a guy. He probably has a guy. I'm just saying. I I did horrify my cosmetology class because we were discussing lighteners and uh, developers as one does in a cosmetology class. Oh, and class. did you explain that you can and, use them uh, to clean bones? The teacher was like, what's that? I said, did you, did you explain that you could bleach bones with them? I did! Of course! Went, the teacher asked, do, do developers in and of themselves, do they, do they have the ability to lift to, to give you any lift do they do anything to the hair if you don't add like either color or, or lightener to them and i was like well yeah because i've used developer to bleach bones <laughs> i'm sitting in the back and everyone stops and turns around and looks at me i'm like it was for an art project <laughs> and they weren't animal there were animal bones there were sheep bones it was a thing that I got from someone else and they died of natural causes <laughs> like everything I said it wasn't in improving the situation no. it's just like wait none of it's none of it's not true none of it is not true and none of you will break into my car or my house later because <laughs> I have just explained you want to be it. an art project because you can oh yeah well I mean I've actually I've used hair bleach uh to clean up the remnants of hair products from when I've dyed my own hair in my bathroom. So yep. it's just using the, the powdered bleach with water. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so, you can also use the powdered bleach yeah. with water to. So, yeah, so uh, yeah. pro tip to all you creeps out there. And I say that with love in my heart for the creeps. Uh, you can use like a low volume developer to bleach bones uh, that's because the active ingredient is hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the uh, developer comes in a cream form, so it's easier to control than the liquidy stuff that you get from the grocery store. That's F- a good. Yeah. yeah. Good. Lesson. Or the bones of your enemies. If you want the bones of your enemies to look white and shiny before you shellac them, to scare your neighbors and put them as a warning to others. There you go. Just a little, like a little ten volume on there. Look great. (laughs) And that has been bone fun with Lady Uttercup. By the way, (laughs) guess what your birthday present is? Is it bones? It might be bones. Oh, don't tease. You know I like them. (laughs) You, we are two people that if somebody was like, "I've got you bones for your birthday," we'd be like, (gasps) and then be disappointed if that was not true. I would be disappointed. <laughs> oh, like, what kind of bones? Don't tease. I had I had an Adams family moment today, and it, and and I had to hold it in 
so hard because I knew that no one else that I was talking to would appreciate it. The weather was really dreary and and kind of kind of gross today and and at my at my second job, which is an office job that I am doing in slight protest, but uh no, I'm doing it in, to help the cafe. Uh I they were we were all talking about the weather and gloomy and I was like I really wanted to say, "Oh yes, it's perfect séance weather." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Don't do it. No one will get it. No one will appreciate it. You will then have to explain the whole thing." Shush. Oh, Shush. it could be worse. I, I just... did Mr. Ducky's hair at school this week. And you know how we are. Yes. You've been around us. Listeners, <laughs> I know you. you. If you listen to our other podcast, you know how we are. <laughs> and at one point, I just said, and I, I can't, he can't come back. He cannot come back. It's a school setting. I'm not supposed to curse. Oh, yeah. It's very hard. I just, I, I curse too much around my, around my significant other. And at one point, I just, I just said a little too loudly. Yeah, you'll get eaten by a pterodactyl or some shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fellow classmates. <laughs> but just everybody's like, head is just like, okay, we have to. What? 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 <laughs> like, no, we're talking about the paleo diet, and we don't want to be on the paleo diet because people died real young, and the paleo, and the paleo, in that age, like they died at like 20, and then they got eaten by pterodactyls or some shit. <laughs> I know pterodactyls didn't actually live there. It was a comedy bit. Yes, that was a funny. We're trying to make each other laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I can't yell pterodactyls and shit in a learning environment. <laughs> it is not conducive to learning about hair. <laughs> no, pterodactyls don't have any. No. I mean, they if, have you feathers. Were, if you were talking about totally like different. the pterodactyl's beehive, you know. Yeah, well, oh, a pterodactyl can have a sweet beehive. Yeah, yeah, got a lot of lift there. <laughs> a lot of lift there. Put it on the back of that little spiny guy. <laughs> a technical term for whatever that bone is that juts out the back of their head. There, there uh, yeah, it's like a, it's not a dorsal. Spiny guy. It's the spiny thing, yeah. Spiny guy, yeah. You know. You know. Like the windy man. And, you know, the Latin term, of course, would be spinous gaius. <laughs> Don't look it up. It's true. It's Put that totally, on your test. It's totally it's Totally true. And with that note, I'm going to press this button. Like any red-blooded gentleman of leisure, you enjoy the civilized entertainment of watching animals fight. Why wouldn't you? However, until now, you were limited to the common chicken and the boring bear. Never fear, sports fans. The Creature Combat Arena will blow your mind with a dazzling array of unique fauna free-for-alls. Join us Monday for Crossed Zebras. Tuesday, Narwhal Face Fighting. Wednesday, New England Clam Pounder. Thursday, Boom Slang, Boomerang, Bombardier, Balderdash. And Friday, the Sleepy Panda Slap Fight. The Creature Combat Arena. We are truly terrible people. So um, let's talk about cocktails. Let's do our little Lushington's Lounge bit. So uh, what are you drinking? I am drinking a cocktail with a long and sordid history. (gasps) 
What is it? No, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking a cider. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that's fine. Bold rock hard cider. Apple flavored, as most Apple ciders s- are. And uh, comes in a can. <laughs> oh, you're classy. Mm, it's recyclable. Excellent. Yeah, so there we are. That's what I'm having because that's what we had in the house. We, listeners, what you don't know is we recorded this yesterday. Oh, and we had fancy drinks. And I had a cocktail then, a suffering bastard. Um, but Emmett tried to assassinate me from the podcast for her birthday because, you know, I don't oh, know what her reasons were. I wanted to be the princess. I caught her, though. I wanted to be the pretty, pretty princess. It just it didn't pick up any of my microphone. And then it just sounded like Emmett was a crazy person talking to herself for it's 45 true. minutes. Yes. Yeah, so, yes. Yeah. So it was she had a suffering bastard. A suffering bastard yesterday, which is a shot of bourbon a shot of gin stay with me an ounce of lime juice a couple of dashes of bitters and topped off with ginger ale and it's very good well today i am drinking a argentinian drink Ooh, i am is having it wine what is it wine <laughs> no argentinian no. wine i am drinking a fernet fernet and and coke Otherwise known as a as a Francisco, or no. I think it's also called a Franciscoita or something. It's like little, like little. There's a little diminutive nickname for it too that I can't remember. But uh, <laughs> but apparently Argentina is the only other place besides Italy where they actually make Fernet Branca. You probably know why that is. Because no one else likes it. No, there's a lot of Italians in Argentina. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I know. (laughs) No, that's the actual reason. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's totally. And if you're not familiar with Fernet Branca, it's a bitter digestive uh, liqueur that that, uh, has a bunch of herbs in in it. And I happen to really like it. And I like it in Coke. Yeah, it's good in Coke. It is. And it's actually uh, a great hangover cure. As well as being known as a as the bartender's friend is also a nickname for it, mm. uh, because it is a drink where you can appear that you are drinking, uh, but you're but you're not actually imbibing too much alcohol. Right, because um, so in a cer- low yeah, it's a low alcohol, and also in some areas. Uh, people can buy you drinks if you're working as a bartender, and so that is something that that bartenders will make for themselves as the oh yes, I'm totally making myself a drink. Let me go over here and make this. Look, look, I'm pouring a bottle. I'm taking this bottle and I'm pouring pouring it in that there. in there, and then I'm gonna drink it. Yeah. Uh, well, my cider is also rather low alcohol. It's a four point seven, which is a respectable cider amount it's not one of those crazy high gravity ones i will tell you that the reason i'm having this is because i had bourbon and coke earlier (laughs) (laughs) he was Uh, drinking hard liquor before i was i had i made gumbo i made birthday gumbo early birthday week gumbo and i was drinking a bourbon and coke how very southern of you i know 
I was feeling it. it sounds awesome. good. I had a uh, peanut butter curry. <laughs> it's not a. It's a thing. It's a thing that we eat. <laughs> I'll tell you the the peanut butter curry recipe too. It's peanut butter. It's pe- well, it's <laughs> a cup of peanut butter, a tablespoon of curry powder, a little bit of a uh, third of a cup of soy sauce coconut milk or water to thin the sauce off and then whatever vegetables you want to toss in there serve over rice it's very good Mm. throw a little sriracha in there if you want some extra spice or some chili crisp it's cheap it's vegan it's delicious excellent my gumbo is not vegan or vegetarian (laughs) This is one of, that's one of my favorite poor foods because it's, again, like, well, a cup of peanut butter is a lot of peanut butter, but it's filling, it's got some protein, it's cheap, you can feed it to a lot of people without, and tweak it for dietary restrictions, and it's unusual enough that people are like, oh, that sounds fancy, and you're like, it is not Oh, yeah, no, that's my, as a child, here, here, this will be a fun uh, birthday story uh as a small child up this until bad no i hope not um up until i was like a teenager uh one of the things my family did for like if your birthday if it's your birthday you get to pick the meal the for dinner for your uh-huh. as your birthday dinner um and my selection was this thing that my mom would always go, really, that's what you want for your birthday? I'd be like, yes, that is what I want. Don't ask me. Don't ask me other questions, woman. Just make me the stupid food that I want. As a small and, child, that was your, don't ask me questions, woman. I want you this. So, so uh, it was tuna curry. It was... The weird, like, I know now, I know now that it is a thing that my mom just made up because we were poor. Mm. (laughs) But it was cabbage, onions, tuna, curry powder, salt and pepper over rice. This is like a German person saw curry and yeah. was like, what could be in there? I don't know. Cabbage? Onions? Oh, yeah, that sounds a, right. My mom was a terrible cook, but she put so much curry powder that it made me happy and it was spicy and great. <laughs> it was a spice. It was a spice. It was You're a like, spice. oh my God, there's a spice in the food. She would sometimes make it fancy by putting shrimp instead of tuna into it. Ooh. But yeah, no, I... That was the thing, and for years as a child, that was what I would ask for as my birthday, as my birthday dinner, and she would just be like, "Seriously, this is this was a thing I made. It cost like ten dollars to make this for all of us. Like, this is the thing you want for your birthday? We could go get pizza. Like this is a any Midwestern Minnesota mom heard any... of this expense, this new dish from the east called curry." Yeah, no. The, for some reason, it was a cabbage. For some reason, it was a thing, and I just wanted it. I mean, now it's I want sushi, or you know, I would go get Thai food, or or uh, actual real Indian curry would be good, or right. Thai curry, or something like that. Like, but but no, as a small child, tuna curry—that was what I wanted. Curry is not 
<laughs> like a good Indian sport. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but it's good. Uh, we used to eat in my family. Our super cheap meal was a uh, cowboy stew. Let's see. Ground beef. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's actually mince. Uh, which is a very... Which uh, just Eastern. is... It's just the fancier version of ground beef. Yeah, it's <laughs> ground beef with a few basic... Not even... I, spice is too strong a word. Uh, <laughs> but we didn't want to eat anything called mince. Because no, no. in my family, we did eat mince meat pies. You know, the fruit yeah. and... Oh yeah, uh, I am familiar. at Christmas. So we were like, we don't want to eat a pie for supper. I don't want raisins. So my mom was like, Oh no, this is cowboy stew, and it is literally ground beef, onion, Worcestershire or Worcestershire, or however you pronounce it. So, like some dashes of that, uh, tomato paste, and you serve that over noodles. Oh, that's that's sos shit on a shingle yeah that's also sos yeah it it comes by many names which you would yeah the difference is you're putting it on noodles whereas i think sos you put it on toast yeah well there were a lot of us yeah so you can't feed all them kids nobody gets an individual slice of bread you need that crazy talk that's, that's your expensive. That's your lunch for tomorrow. We need that bread for tomorrow. Today we have this bucket, this giant tub of uh, egg noodles that cost thirty nine cents. So that's what you get the mince over. Oh yeah, the egg noodles. So it's yeah, like poor, like poor, poor, poor man stroganoff. Uh, stroganoff i think has more spices in yeah it. well yeah no <laughs> this, oh uh, and salt and pepper to taste oh of course <laughs> <laughs> no i well i and also to be fair my my mother was a terrible cook so um my mom was a good cook she was just broken had a bunch of kids well yeah <laughs> i mean we were poor but uh but she was a terrible cook so as soon as i reached an age where i could actually reach the stove so like 15 16 i don't know no actually i was like 12 i think well you are very short i'm very so small it did take you till it took 15, me a little longer 16. i had to use a chair sometimes <laughs> my, it was 32 my, my little chair. my little sister had to pick me up you know things like that carry me on her shoulders because she's a lot taller than me uh it was, it was very strange uh but yeah I, but until until i reached a certain age i when i became the the cook of the house then we had a lot more varied menu mm. there was many meals that were spent where my mom would play the game if i can eat it you can eat it oh god yes to which there were a few times she lost because it would be like we're both looking at her going, Well, you eat it first <laughs> because I'm not gonna My dad one time I don't know what where my mom was, what happened. She started supper, she had to leave. My dad had to finish supper and he just got it into his head that he was gonna make this 
expressive dish. He was probably drunk. Looking back on it, I'm 100% sure he was drunk. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the... Because what you have to understand is that my father worked in kitchens. Yes. Oh, yeah. My dad ran kitchens. So, like, this wasn't a, oh, dad's gonna make dinner. Like, a sitcom from the 80s. Poor old dad doesn't know how to turn the stove on. My father worked in kitchens. He knew how to cook. Drunkenness is the only thing that makes sense. Now, looking back on it, (laughs) he made... Some unholy concoction that he deemed at our cups do. <laughs> and I think it was just everything in the fridge and every spice in the cabinet went into this monstrosity. Did, and none of us would eat it. Did and he, he was eat super it? insulted. Did he eat it? He tried to feed it to the dogs and the dogs wouldn't eat it. Yeah, see, that's a sign. Yeah, my my mother... The dogs ate cat poop out of the cat box. (laughs) And this had hot dogs in it and they wouldn't touch it, so... (laughs) That's a lot. Yeah, my... Cook. My my mother once made this... uh, May you rest in peace, Dad. I'm sorry, but you know you were drunk. Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) My mother once made this casserole and i used the phrase very loosely um we didn't she realized we didn't have rice but we did have kashi and in the in the late 80s early 90s kashi if you're not familiar is a breakfast grain yeah i was thing. gonna say those are not they're not compatible they're not interchangeable. These it had raisins. It had <laughs> raisins and dates. Also, at this particular time, there it wasn't instant kashi. It was it was uh you had to cook it for like two hours or something. It was a long process to make it actually edible. But she just decided, I'm gonna make it just like rice. And so she raisins and all she just put it in there she also threw in some carrots and some onions and then i think there was some cheese at some point and uh she was trying and we were and we were vegetarian so you know so there wasn't any any meat in in it at all and it was just all going into the pot and then she you know cooked it and then i just remember her glopping it onto the into the bowls and and looking at it kind of going i oh good mush like this is gonna be this is gonna be great and and then trying to eat (laughs) eat it and taking one spoonful and realizing that it wasn't all the way cooked like there were hard parts that shouldn't be hard and then right and then there were raisins and carrots and onions where oh they shouldn't God. and cheese where there shouldn't be <laughs> and it's kind of sweet and kind of weird and that was one of the that was one of the ver- versions of the game if i can eat it you can eat it and my sister and i were both you know eating we ate a spoonful and then set it down and was sitting there waiting for her to get her bowl 
And she's like, why aren't you guys eating? Aren't you hungry? <laughs> no, we're, we're very full. <laughs> very, very full. You had no, one bite. Crunchy bush. You... <laughs> we went, oh, I'm and, done. Yeah, and she was like, oh my gosh. You're like, just eat it. Like, what else? It, we, the, I made the food. It's here. Just make it. Just eat it. Get it. You need to eat. And and we're like, well, you you eat it. You try it first. You try it. Because both of us are not going to eat it. And she was like, oh, if I can eat it, you can eat it. And she took a bite. And then she went, um, so McDonald's? <laughs> Vegetarians going to McDonald's will take 15 filet of fishes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The basically, we. Prize. Yeah. We basically ate all the fish fillets and French fries, and oh, no. and then and then that food was thrown out, and and we were never allowed to speak of it again. Yep, yep. Because oh my god, like no, kashi and rice are not interchangeable. No, they are not even the same thing especially if one comes with sugar yeah. and raisins and dates already mm, i think this might change the flavor profile yeah, just no. a little no and she put salt and pepper but i don't think she put any other spices or anything not that it would matter because one was a breakfast thing and the other one and then the rest of it wasn't it and now now knowing what i know of cooking like i probably as an adult person now who knows how to cook, I probably could make something edible with those ingredients. I'm not going to rise to the challenge and go try and make it right now or anything, but I'm just saying I probably could figure out something to do with it if I absolutely had to. Leave the onions out. The onions yeah. are what's throwing me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but she wanted... It would have been fine. But it's, you know, it's dinner. I guess was her thought. I don't know. There was dinner, and then she put like cheddar cheese in it or something. It was weird. It was weird. Then maybe come to the party. Yeah, it was too sweet and cheese. Well, because I think what she was gonna do, she was gonna what she was going to make was this dish that was like a wild mushroom casserole that she makes. That was mushrooms and rice and right. tomatoes and onions and cheese which but is... she only had the cheese and onions out of those ingredients yes. and subbed everything else for wildly for different... raisins and kashi because those are the same raisins things and dates and carrots and yeah. kashi yeah yeah oh no yeah so that was a that was a fun adventure sorry mama davenport may you rest in peace but yes. you know that wasn't edible Lesson. Oh, that's put my own dad on blast. Yes, <laughs> put your mom on. Blast that's too. oh no, I totally did that. Peace, oh, mom. No, <laughs> you know you were a bad cook. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We all can't be good at everything. Oh, no. and the internet didn't exist back then. No. Nowadays, if all you had was kashi and raisins and carrots, you could probably like Google. Yeah. and come up with something to like there'd yeah. be a youtube video being like here's how you make something edible out of these ingredients yeah. and oh like, yeah oh, all right oh yeah no totally and also you know like don't get me wrong i've made my share of 
of cooking snafus. There was a <laughs> tiny, there was a tiny meatloaf incident that my mother <laughs> harangued me and laughed at me for years about because I forgot to put breadcrumbs into the meatloaf. There and, was a, and so it was the tiniest meatloaf. Oh, Mr. Dougie also made a tiny meatloaf, but his took a more upsetting turn. Oh, yeah, that the aborto loaf. The aborto loaf, <laughs> because <laughs> he followed the directions to the T in his defense. But there was at an some error. point, the amount of meat and the amount of ketchup used in the recipe got mixed. And so this meatloaf required a small amount of meat. And a large amount of ketchup. <laughs> I remember saying to him, "That seems weird." Yeah, are you sure there's a cup of ketchup in this recipe? That sounds like a lot. And he's like, "It's what it says. It's right here. It's what it says." And I'm like, "Okay, all right. You know, you're making dinner. I'm not going to argue with you." Yeah. So it was just this tiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he made it in a meatloaf out of bread in a, in a loaf pan. So it was this tiny meatloaf swimming in the sea of ketchupy sauce tasted good yeah oh yeah the the little i don't think there were any uh breadcrumbs in that particular recipe i was like where's the breadcrumbs he's like it didn't call for any oh yeah mine that was so i yeah i misread the meatloaf directions and put less breadcrumbs than than was supposed to so there were some breadcrumbs. There just wasn't a lot. And so it was like, you know, a slightly bigger than normal hamburger. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, he kind of made a boiled Salisbury yeah. steak and ketchup. Yes. But I heard for, oh, Mama Davenport, she, she mentioned it at every opportunity she possibly could. Especially to whatever boyfriend I was dating. Oh. <laughs> about the fact that, oh, did, she, did did Emmett tell you about her tiny meatloaf? I've never mentioned the aborto <laughs> loaf to any of Mr. Ducky's boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I mentioned all his other failings. <laughs> just I, I have a list that I just hand to them. I'm the best wingman slash wife. It's sparkly. Got a checklist. Look at his pretty hair. I did that. <laughs> it's mostly things that are good about me. Yes. Don't you want to hang out with me? Actually, you should date me. That's part. Of I don't want to date you, but you should want to. As part of the dating, it's going to also be that you're going to need to hang out with me. You're going to need to want to date me so I can shoo you away. It's a complicated relationship. Please sign this form. That's just too much work. <laughs> you have to have it notarized. I'm sorry, I don't make the rules. Too much. Too much trouble. But yes, so that's... Uh, see, I, for my birthday, as every year for my birthday, I like to just, you know, share with strangers and, you know, my, my internet friends. Um, embarrassing anecdotes about my childhood. So here you go. There. That's Happy how birthday. you know you've moved on. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone else out there has is listening to them and going, 
Yeah, I've been there too. Uh, mm-hmm. It's nice to know that someone else had a really weird childhood. My mom also made, I also made a tiny meatloaf. Yes, I've also made a tiny meatloaf that my mom was sarcastic about for several years, decade, you know. <sighs> my current significant other was told that on like our second time meeting my mom, you know, that's, it was fine. <laughs> my parents waited until after we were together to bring out all my embarrassing stories. Oh, no. <laughs> he had met me by that point. <laughs> he knew me for a while. He already knew what a disaster I was. <laughs> He's got no excuse. It wasn't a surprise. Yeah, no, there's no. He's like, that girl's got paint in her hair. I like her. I'm going to bring her home. <laughs> she looks lost. <laughs> vaguely confused. But I want to borrow her shirt. <laughs> I also want to borrow her top. <laughs> What's up? And then I had a startled animal response. <gasps> Someone and I talking. scurried into the underbrush. <laughs> Only intrigued him more. That's I feel like that's fair. Oh, all right, everyone. This has been a weird, a weird show. It's a weird time. Weird time. We had a better show yesterday, but it was lost. Ah, I don't know. I don't know if it was better. I feel like say that. No, no, you had to sell it like Oh, oh the great lost show. Yes. Lost it was show. so much better. So much better. So many better jokes. We had a, we had guest stars. Yeah. Famous, famous yes. people came to wish me happy birthday. There was a musical number. Yeah, there was uh, a montage. Yeah, it uh, was. T- we all we cried and we grew as people. Yeah, it was great. It only lasted apparently less than twenty four hours, yeah. but we cried and grew as people. It was great. I read your tarot. Yes, it was the tower, and I was gonna die. No, I read your I read your tarot by pulling a single card out of a Gravity Falls yeah, themed card. It was the tower. It was the tower. But it was the Uncle Stan Tower. So that means you just gotta con harder in the next year. Alright, that's fine. Yeah. I feel like I can do that. I gotta grow. I gotta get better at it. You gotta grow as a con artist. Yep. Yeah. All of my tarot readings encourage people to commit crimes. <laughs> or be gay. Or do both. Preferably. Do crimes, tarot reading. Well, I and can make money in doing. Hold up. I think I just found my side hustle. <laughs> Don't you have enough side hustles? No. One of them's. Gonna... You just so... have to keep accumulating side hustles and trying to avoid MLMs until one of them makes you money. Oh, all right. That makes sense. Yeah. Speaking of which, MLMs? As this is. Because a... no. I have some. Beautiful essential oils no, I would like to sell I, you. No. 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 <laughs> I don't want essential oils. No. What I was going to say is uh, talking about side hustles and this being a, a our, our side hustle, sort of. More like a perpendicular hustle. A vertical hustle. A vertical hustle. Diagonal. Diagonal hustle. Anyway, if you have noticed that we are lacking in music... Um, we still are doing that. We just can't do it on the podcast anymore because um, I got in trouble. It's illegal. It's yeah. We got the I got, law came. The law came and took us down. So um, 
So if you if you want to hear the music that I have selected for this episode, uh, you're going to have to go to mixcloud.com backslash that darling DJ duo, and it's there. The most recent episode, 570, which is this one. Uh, it's going to be our music supplemental. That's where you'll go to listen to the music. So we don't get in trouble, but you can still have our music. And for people who like our music selection and don't want to listen to us talk, that is a perfect place for you. For people who miss the mix, what you're going to need to do is download that, yeah. download this, get some splicing software. No, don't, 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 don't bother with that. <laughs> because it'll just be weird. Hey, I'm not going to tell but them how this, to spend their quarantine. Yes. If you want to, yeah. I mean, if you want to learn how to do some sound editing, feel free. No. Knock yourself out. It'll be great. But and in the if meantime, you would like even more of our side hustles, or you would like to buy some essential oils that I will be making with grass clippings in my backyard and cheap, uh, you know, uh, olive oil. <laughs> you can follow us on social media. We're everywhere. We're on, all over that media. We're, we're most Emmett is at Emmett Davenport on Twitter. I am at Lady Addercop. It's very complicated to find us. You can follow the show. It's at Clockwork Cabaret, or it's at Clockwork Cabaret with the O removed in Clockwork. Don't work, we do. Yeah, and we're on Instagram and all those places you can find all of us. We're mostly active on Twitter. Well, usually. I feel like the pandemic has kind of put that out of whack. But yeah, and then if you want to find all of that information where we are, you can just go to agonyauntstudios.com and all of that stuff is listed. And I think that brings us to the end of the show. You can also find our Patreon, our coffee, our PayPal. You can also go to our Redbubble shop if you want to buy stickers and things or whatever whenever we come up masks. with a ridiculous idea we put stuff up there there's masks buy masks yes you can They're buy a fuckity buy mask because i thought it was funny you can't barely read it but it's there oh it's there <laughs> it's subtle <laughs> it's a pink and blue mask <laughs> Fuckity by on it. Subtle. Subtle. I, I like, like subtle. Show. It is. I feel like it was a perfect representation. And so with that, I'm going to bid all of you a fond farewell. Also, happy birthday to me. I was just going to say, and a happy birthday to you, Emmett. Is yes. now when I sing? Because going to sing. All right, no. No. Happy birthday song. We're going to compose for you. That's later. Emmett. Davenport, you cruised into port. It's your birthday. That song is. Hey, 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 I spent so much time. I did not write this off the cuff. You were so, you are so dang short, but you're a big sport for your birthday. It's your birthday. Listeners, there are jazz hands. She could see them. She's impressed. I'm I'm actually mm, mm. It's so good. You managed to insult my height. It's so it's not an insult. It's you a told fact. me I was short. 
I mean, I know I'm short, but you could have rhymed another word. Cohort. Davenport? Davenport cohort. You know. Okay, there's two. Cohort, short, sport. Court. Lort. Yeah. Wart. Would you rather have wart? No. No. No, I'm good. Okay, I'm fine. I'm fine with short. Okay. So much time on this. Yes, I can tell. Yes, right. Seriously, keyboard, little notepad. Where is what you were? You were not playing a keyboard. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't playing it well, but it was involved. I didn't Uh, claim I composed the music. I just slap it a couple times. All right. Okay. All right, I think this. I think this train wreck is done now. I think the train wreck has pulled into the station. It's a party train. This is your birthday train. It's not stopping. Oh my god, the brakes have gone off. It's gonna kill so many people. Emmett, why is this what you wanted for your birthday? Why, Emmett? Why? That that is the question that I ask myself all the time. <laughs> all the time. And with that, this has been the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Addercup. She is the birthday girl, Emmett Davenport. And remember, it's not work we do. It's love. Do you feel the need to deliver terrifying yet adorable death at a distance? Do you mourn the lack of weapons that fire deadly animals? If so, then pick up Lord Evans' drop bear cannon today. Drop bears are the carnivorous cousins of the gentle koalas who infest the invisible ant. When exposed to the scent of blood, these small bears turn into small balls of fur and death. The drop bear launcher safely contains these dangerous animals and with a clockwork-powered catapult engine will propel these small deadly creatures directly into your enemies. Terrify your enemies, acquaintance and social workers with Lord Evans' drop bear cannon. Make your guests stare in awe at your terrifying masculinity as you hold up an enormous cannon and drive away pesky foes with nature's perfect weapon, the drop bear. Lord Evans is not responsible for any injuries that may be suffered while loading the patented drop bear cannon. Extreme caution is advised when handling. In the case of a misfire, please contact our specialized maintenance crews with your loud, terrified screams. Ask for it by name at your local gun range. Buy now, receive an extra cage of drop bears.